Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. Your Peugeot car or van might benefit from a free software upgrade. For more information and to find out if this applies to your vehicle, call the lads in Slattery's Garage, puck on on 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. Thanks, Paul, and you're welcome back to the final hour of uh, Tip Today. Getting a lot of messages in there about our piece from uh, Port Roo or Port uh, Row this morning. Uh, a lot of people enjoying uh, that and enjoying the crack. And one person on to us uh, to say, you're talking about romance. There's nothing as romantic as the bar of the bike, says one of our listeners. Uh, looking back, I would imagine, with some rose-coloured glasses there, uh, for sure. Keep those calls coming in uh, to Leanne, 1800 938 That's our free phone number. You can text and WhatsApp. No, oh, a three three double one double three double one. Of course, you can email tip today at tipfm.com at any time at all. Now, every Friday, we hear the views of various people on our weekly panel, but we thought it might be interesting to get the views of a younger age cohort. And this week, I'm delighted to be joined in the studio on this Valentine's Day by three very young people indeed. Josh Brown is with me, Caitlin Coleman is here, and Lana Green, and you're all extremely welcome, and thanks thanks for coming into us today. Will you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Josh, can I start with you first? Tell me about you. Yeah, uh, hi, my name's Josh Kelly. I'm 18, attending St. Joseph's College, Bursley, and I'm an aspiring young journalist. And what about what you intend to do then? When you say you're studying to be a journalist, is that a print journalist or are you looking uh, at broadcasting? Anything or? in the lines of journalism, broadcasting. Uh, I write for Cork City uh, in the First Division of Ireland and I find it really exciting just talking about sports in general. Very good indeed. And, you know, in terms of interests and hobbies and all of that, what what do you like? Uh, I really enjoy listening to opinions of certain people, such as the Irish guy, a guy from Clare, who talks about the Premier League. And This is online, I this guess. This is online. Yeah. This, mm. He posts on YouTube, and he's quite extreme in his reactions, but it can be quite entertaining just to, A, hear a familiar accent when talking about English football, and B... He's just, he's got the squeaky Irish voice. <laughs> very, very good indeed. Uh, Caitlin, can I go to you? Tell me yeah. a bit about you. Um, I'm 22. I'm from Wexford. I go to college in Mary I. Tarlis and I'm studying to be a business and religion secondary school teacher. Mm-hmm. And what is it like for a Wexford woman to, to be in the Premier County studying? Uh, it's not too bad now. It all be worse. To be fair, I, I absolutely love Tarlis. It's such yeah. like... The college community are such a tight-knit community because obviously the college is so small that everyone kind of knows each other. You're like one big family, so yes. I don't have any complaints. Why Why religious studies? To be honest, I did it for the business and then it was either accounting or maths after that. So I was like, I'll just stick with the religion, to be mm. honest. I, I do find some of it quite interesting, but I wouldn't be that religious now. Would you honest. not? Okay. No. So anything you've studied on religion so far, it hasn't changed your mind? Or not really, no. If anything, it's kind of nearly made me believe, like not believe in God. Hey, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Okay. God, you're going to um, have to tell me more about that. <laughs> why Why does studying religion make you not believe in God? Um, I suppose, like, in our class, there's a class of maybe 30, so you're getting the opinions of different people. Yeah. And hearing some people's opinions has kind of made me... Like, I'm not 100% sure, that's the thing. Mm. Um, and, I'm like, when I'm teaching in schools, I'm open about that. I say to the, my students, like... Because I'm on placement at the moment, so I'd say yes. to them, if you don't believe in God, that's completely fine. If you do, that's fine. If you're not sure, that's fine. I'm not sure. Right. But 
And w- when they say you're studying religion, what, yeah. is it all religion or what? what? Um, so in first year, for we did one module on world religions and that was kind of it. And then after that, it was looking at Christianity more so. So like the Old Testament, the New Testament, God, where you can find like Jesus and... Mm. To be honest, I actually won't be able to tell you much about the religion. I just wanted right. to get in there and pass it. But the business is what I'd be more like passionate passionate about. Isn't that very interesting indeed? Lana, tell me about you. I'm 18 and I'm doing a diploma in hair and beauty in <coughs> BTCT in Thurles. Mm-hmm. And, um, and tell me about that college. What, what is that college? It's a really good college. It has different sections where you can do business and mm. there's the hair and beauty and catering and all that. It's a lovely college so it is. Yeah. It's quite small but it's lovely. And is that something you always wanted to, to uh, do? Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's special to you. Yeah. What about other interests, Lana? What are you interested in? Um, Mostly it is just hair and beauty I'm interested is in, it? to be honest, yeah. 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 Very much, yeah. And are you into movies or um, books or games? Or? I quite like reading, so I do. Do but, you? Yeah. yeah. Anything in particular? Um... Not really, no. Not really, okay. <laughs> Cross-section of, of stuff there as well. Let, let's talk, it's Valentine's Day, so guess what? We're going to talk about love uh, to begin with. Um, and can I start with you on it, Josh? I mean, our presumption is that young people nowadays, if you want to find somebody or if you're you're, you're going to be scrolling through various uh, um, uh, platforms, is that the way it is? I mean, or is that an old fella's sort of idea of what I don't it is? know, really, because, like, there's two lads in my friend group in school who have girlfriends but they kind of just mess through parties and getting messaging each other like you know just meeting people generally so the rest of us I think some of us will be watching the Champions League tonight the other two lads will be with their girlfriends it's a bit I don't think it's changed all that much I think Tinder might have worked maybe 10 years ago. I don't think it's in favour with the young people of today. Is it not? I don't think so. Is it not? Isn't that very... Because, again, our perception is that you're all flicking through these things and you're deciding, you know... Well, I can say from my experience, like, there, most of the lads I know don't have it. Like, I can think of two that I've seen have taken screenshots on it, just made fake accounts of some of the other lads taking the mick out of them, like, you know, but... Other than that, it's not used at all from what I can see. Isn't that interesting? So, sort of, it's gone past that, is that? It isn't looks that, like it, what anyway. what you're saying to me. Caitlin, would you go along with that? Um, I'd agree. Yeah, I would agree with him. I feel like, like, I have a word for myself. We didn't meet through Tinder or anything. We met, um, again, through friends of friends and yeah. stuff like that. And I feel like that's how a lot of people would meet nowadays. Um, I feel like Tinder is a type of app that you'd go to if you're not looking for a serious relationship. Um, um, okay. Especially... Um, so what, if you're looking for a dalliance, as we used to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's one word to call it yes. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just feel like you're better off like you're better off going into a relationship if you meet them first rather than texting online. Right. You know, that's why true friends are friends. You know, if you're friends with this person, they'll be able to tell you what they're like. You can kind of be like, oh yeah, I'd like to chat to him. And so it's her. safer, I guess, as well. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because yeah. you have the whole like catfish stuff and all online as well, like right, Josh you're, was saying. You're, you're going to have to explain catfish now to people like me. Is that where you assume somebody's uh, uh, identity? Is that it in some way? It's where you pretend to be someone else, yeah. essentially. Um, so you're using a fake profile. So if I was to put a pictures of, let's just say, Lana, for example, um, yes. and pretend that I was Lana, that's right, okay. catfishing, essentially. Right, and yeah. that's that's common? Yeah, that's, that's very common, yeah. Very common, okay. Yeah. So you go along with Josh in terms of 
that we're gone past that notion that online is the way to meet people. So are we yeah, going back to? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, per- I personally think most people I know anyway that are in a relationship have met their partner on on nights out or yeah. Yeah. just through friends and stuff like that. Yeah, Lana, what what about you? How do you feel about? Kind of the same as both them. Like I have a boyfriend as well, and I wouldn't meet him through Tinder. Like what Caitlin said about it's more just if you want, <coughs> not really something serious. Yeah. Um. Like, I know a lot of my friends, none of them are on it, like, kind of known as it to be a bit dangerous, as for catfishing and just, you, you could, someone could pretend they're 20 and they could be 50 or, yeah. you never know, like. Really old, yeah. like 50, that's terrible. <laughs> um, I, that, that's very interesting because, you see, our perception is that, that that's the only way that younger people are, are meeting up nowadays. But yeah. the, you're saying to me that's that's not true. For my personal Anyway, and my friends, yeah. not really, to be honest. So where do you go then? Where where do you socialise? What what do you do? Uh, going out, really, is how I like... What, what's going people. out for you now? Like, now, I don't go out as much anymore, but, like, say if you're going to the pub or, you know, like, just socialising with your friends yeah. and, like, meeting people through friends. Just a friends. local pub? Yeah. Yeah. And what, yeah. what about clubs or... Yeah. You can yeah. meet a few people there, right, okay. I suppose. But like I said, like I don't think you'd find something really serious in kind of places like that. Mm, yeah, Josh, what what about that? I mean, if you were socialising, I mean, I know you're just eighteen, but where where would you socialise, for example? Well, for us, it would generally be a night out, like Lana said. It would be, let's say, it's someone's birthday. You'll all end up in a pub in Nina or Turles and. You might meet someone from another friend group or someone, I'm in sixth year, you might meet someone the year behind you and be chatting away to them, grand old chat, and yeah, like, you could meet anyone nearly at that stage. Right, but it's in that sort of a way that... It's in a little bubble like that, that you, yeah. You, you, you'd meet people. Yeah. Does, you have to be very careful now that you have a boyfriend, Caitlin, <laughs> but does, does Valentine's Day mean anything to you? Is that is that special? Mm, not really. I feel like... Uh, because of social media it's changed a lot um, because you know you'd have people especially influencers posting pictures of what their boyfriend got them and this and that and I feel like that's making other people think like oh how come my boyfriend didn't do that I, like it's quite toxic that way but I do like the idea on Valentine's where you're showing your love not necessarily for your partner but for people who you love so your sister your mum or your dad I like oh, that aspect so it's not, of ju- it. not just romantic yeah love. well I yeah. wouldn't say so yeah. just someone who you love like it doesn't necessarily have to be a boyfriend or a girlfriend um, like I always get my sister a little rose and chocolate every year for Valentine's because I'm what really close idea. to her so that's a lovely yeah. idea T- tell me a bit more about these influencers because again we, we hear about these uh, people constantly these are people who what their personalities on various social media platforms is that it yeah and they're, essentially they're putting forward their wonderful lives to you and, yeah and yeah and their advertising products as well I think is yeah, it? Is yeah it's it? like yeah. some influencers can be very real and we can relate to them and then there's others that they're kind of just showing off. They don't make. They don't kind of say they're showing off, but you can tell. You know what they post and everything. Get new packages, and they're just. And does know. that does that have an effect? I mean, does this? I mean, even a smart young woman like you, do you yeah. say, oh, "I wish that"? You know, does not that... now, but when I was younger, definitely. Like yeah. in a lot of girls in secondary school, I'm not too sure about boys, um, but for girls, it would have a big impact on it. Like I teach in an all-girls secondary school at the moment on my placement and you hear about them saying oh did you see uh, whoever this influencer oh I wish I had that I'm going to ask mom for that for Christmas and it could be 
uh, it's Alano, I know. Do you know it's Sol de Janeiro spray? Yeah. It's like 50, 60 euro for a bottle of it, and these 13, 14 year olds are looking for it just because. Just, just tell me, what is that again? It's what, a, it's like a body spray essentially, but it's okay. like fifty euro, I think, is yeah. it? Right. Yeah. So this is some influencer, Lana, is yeah. it that that's pushing this? Yeah, I feel like influencers. What you see on social media is not anything like real life. Like, like you said, there could be some influencers that are really down to life and you know, like real. Yeah. But there's definitely some that do like to showing off and living essentially a perfect life. But you know, no one lives a perfect life, so. Mm, but c- could you see why some people might get caught up in it, Lana? Oh, yeah, 100%, yeah. Yeah, Definitely. and and you're in the beauty business, so how yes. influential are the influencers? Like, we mentioned the eight product there. Yeah, but they definitely, influencers, like, they have a big impact on everything because they have lo- a lot of followers and a lot of young girls, like, definitely, it definitely affects a lot of younger girls and a product could be 80 euro, essentially, and it just, you know, it's not worth it, like, you don't need it, like, but... Definitely. But because so-and-so is advocating it, yeah. you, you, they, they go yeah. along with this. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Josh, influencers, uh, where, where young lads are concerned, do they play any part? Well, I, you see, I'm not really one of the most active people in terms of influencer kind of social media. Mm. I don't really use TikTok uh, in that regard. I might go on it once a month, maybe, but mm. like... Uh, in my life, anyway, it doesn't really play any kind of role. Like doesn't what we'd yeah. see would be, uh, did you see PSG have released a new fourth uh, jersey or a new third jersey, and it's partnered with Jordan or something? It's like, oh, that jersey's class. Like mm. that's a bit of kind of what we talk about or something like that. It would be more so the so the sporty side yeah, of Tyson of Fury has announced he's fighting something like that it, that would be the kind of influence we'd see that like it see. wouldn't be products being chilled <laughs> more so would it not indeed yeah uh, Josh mentioned, mentioned uh, TikTok there I'm I'm still with Facebook <laughs> needless to say but uh, is it largely TikTok yeah or? mostly TikTok and Instagram right um, it was Instagram for a while but a lot of it has moved over to TikTok now mm. um yeah, it's just because you see on TikTok, the videos can be so short or so long. It kind of just depends. And you can blow up with just one video as well. That's the thing. Right. Like, if you get millions of views on one video, then if you keep posting, because you've gotten so many views on a certain video, that the other videos will pop up. And that's how okay. people will get famous a lot quicker, I would say, anyway. I don't know right, if yeah. you agree with me. but Is, t- yeah. is TikTok your thing as, uh, as well, Lana? Um, yeah, I use it, yeah, but definitely a lot of people use that more than another different platform because you can, it just reaches everyone really, like it's just easier to get more viewers on it and once you post a video and it goes viral, let's say, you're more likely to get more followers from that and so on. Like. Right, is that, and do you post quite a bit on it? Uh, like privately, yeah, to my friends, okay. but I wouldn't, <clears throat> Right. Yeah. But it's it's not it's not a huge part of your life, is not that really, is no. that is no, that? Not and, and was it at one stage? Uh, uh probably not. No, because I, when I was like more influenced by TikTok, I don't think TikTok was as big right. as it was now. Like, yeah, yeah, because so. you're also old, of course. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what it is. All right, stay with me for a moment because I must take an ad break. By the way, if you want to. Uh, uh, involve yourself in our conversation with these young people. It's uh, 083 
Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecan, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecan, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecan, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecan, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie And you're very welcome back to Tip Today and welcome back to our youth panel. And Josh Kelly is with me, Caitlin Coleman and Lana Green as well. Um, yeah, we're getting some some uh, questions in. They want to know what do you think about the uh, referendum that's uh, coming up next month. Caitlin, can I start with you on, uh, on that? To be honest, I don't have a clue. <laughs> do you not? No. I, I, I've heard of the referendum, but I don't know what it's to do with or anything, to be honest. Right. And what are you registered to vote for? Example? I don't think so. I'm 22 now, so I've been 18 for four years. I don't think... I can't remember anyway registering to vote. I haven't voted in the last four years, so I right. probably haven't registered, to be honest. And, and can I ask you why you're not engaging? Um, well, I don't know much about them, to be honest, so I don't feel like I should vote if I don't have the full facts, if that makes sense. It's almost like forming an opinion on someone if you don't fully know them. Like, it's just, there's no point. I don't want to give the wrong vote to someone either if I don't mm. think they deserve it, you know. But isn't there something wrong with a system where smart young people who are going to college... Um, are not aware fully about what's happening in politics. Isn't there something wrong with that? Yeah, 100%. I feel like they just aim it all towards older people. And even at that, I don't think they're giving the older people um, the, the right information. Yeah, all of the information either. I don't know. And are you a bit cynical about politics, Caitlin? Are you? Yeah, I wouldn't really have much of an opinion on it, to be honest. I think it's all like who the person is. It's like who you know, not what you know, sort of a thing. Interesting. Uh, Lana, what about you? Can I put the... This is Patrick's idea, by the way, to put it to you um, about the referendum. Oh, Lana. I'm the same with Caitlin. I haven't a clue what it is at all, to be honest. Right. Even though largely they'll tell you it's about draconian language that's there to describe women's place in the home. This is would be the government's take on this and that, you know, in 2024, that's no longer applicable. Um even that, that hasn't registered. So they're, no. they're not engaging with you no, then. No, this is the first I've heard of it, to be honest. Well, I've heard of it, but never known what it is, to right, be the detail of it. And even when way. I do look it up to see what it is about, there's nothing really on it at all, to be honest. Right. And you were saying what's there is kind of confusing. Yeah. 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 Uh, Josh, you have an interesting one, because you tried to register to vote. I did. I tried registering this morning, and I'd meant to do it for a good while now at this stage, and it just, it's not clear how you go about it. And it's one of them things, I think it really should be brought into six years in schools because, like, a lot of six years are 18. And then, you know, like, you'll have people who know how to do it then. And if they're even just talking about it in school, the people who are about to turn 18, that'll encourage them. I think it's the same with giving blood, that whole kind of thing. All them kind of uh, events that involve the young people, they should be really brought into the schools. Right, but you're a young person, 18 years old. You want to get involved. I you do. You want to engage it, but it's not being made easy for no, you. No, it's not made easy. And uh, I was reading an article, I only barely looked at it, but I think something like 79% of people don't know what this referendum is about, and that mm. includes me. I was only briefly skim reading through it and I've no clue what the referendum is about yeah. I'll probably read up about it and you're somebody who's involved you like journalism you, I do, you know, I, do. I like politics like I'm 
openly vocal about my opinions, but it's kind of nearly hidden away from us what the actual referendum is about, I think. Isn't that, isn't that absolutely incredible? Caitlin, just in general, where politics are concerned, you, you're saying to me, you know, it's almost not relevant to your yeah. life. Would that, would that be fair to say? Yeah, to be honest. Um, I feel like if they wanted, because they're always giving out that, like, oh, young people aren't using their vote and stuff like that, yeah. if they did want to use it more... If they wanted the young people to use their voice, I should say. There's so many ways that they can go about it, like, like kind of bring it back to TikTok there. I know, um, like, Sinn Féin and all these different political parties have TikTok accounts, so why don't they use them to try, like, explain to us how to vote or explain what a referendum is? Um, kind of reach out to us in the way that we'll understand it as well, because they're not even... like. like Young people use mm. social media a lot, I should say. So that would probably be the best way to reach out to us rather than putting it on the news, for example. Yeah, I find it interesting because in, in, the, in the poll, in fact, to the one that Josh made reference to, to there, it seems to be largely people your age will vote yes, in fact, in this coming referendum. But, Lonnie, you're telling me that... Can you tell me about your friends, for example? Have you ever discussed this with your friends? Yeah, or? I don't think any of them would really know what it is either, right. to be honest. But I think social media would be a good marketing way to get it across to young people because, like, not a lot of young people would pick up something and read about it, like... Yes. So. But it has to be made relevant. It does, you. yeah, because it's our future, and really, yeah. isn't it? And and would you go along with Caitlin there by saying that largely what's happening in politics is is kind of somewhere over there? It's not really relevant. One hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know if I was a politician listening to this, I would find that very damning. Yeah. You know, that young people who are studying and want to, want to get on with their lives and stuff that it's not relevant to them. You have an interest in it, Josh. I do have an interest and. To counter the two girls' points, I'll say that some of the politicians are a bit ahead of the curve. Like, you'll have... Like who? Uh, let's, the, let's, the Healy let's Rays. Let's name and celebrate. The Healy <laughs> Rays are on TikTok, and they're hilarious. They yeah. are comically, but it's very funny. Like, I think it was... One of them walked into his office. He was doing an office tour, came in, and it was about the turf and about cutting out turf. And he was like, oh, I have this turf up in my mantle. I give it a kiss before I get to work every morning. And it's like, you know, they are there. It's just... There's no official channel from the government, from any kind of, well, as I said, official channel to tell us what's coming up, what we need to know, what is the actual information. Because the Healy Rays could be telling us something that's entirely true, entirely false. I'm not going to say whether it is or isn't, mm. but it's their opinion at the end of the day. But but the fact that the comedic duo, that is Michael and Danny Healy Ray, like, are funny, that shouldn't really be relevant. <laughs> no, it shouldn't, but it definitely, it, it gains them attention and it's very clever how they've gone about it. They're possibly, I think it's uh, Michael Healy Ray is like one of the most followed TikTok yeah. uh, pages in Ireland and that's comically bad, like, but... Uh, yeah, it just shows that he's able to gain that influence and with that, he could be getting a lot of votes now in the future, like just from people knowing who he is. Right. Because as the girl said, it wasn't relevant to them. So so a, a lot of public representatives tend to listen to the, 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 the programme so that they can give out to me largely, but, but there you go. <laughs> but if you were to advise them on getting in touch and, and making themselves relevant to people your age, tell me, what, what would you say to them? I'd say that they need to put any of the good work they're doing into a space where the young people will see it. Like, you see, for example, uh, Jackie Cal has done stuff in my local community. So uh, I see his posts on Instagram. 
But if that was shown on TikTok and targeted at other young people in, let's say, Luke or in and around Thurlis, he could be accessing a much larger audience because while a lot of young people use Instagram, there's also a lot that would use TikTok over it instead. Right. So get with it in terms of the social platforms More or less, that, yeah. that, that are out there. There's so many things I'd love to talk to you all about. Can I talk about immigration? Because this is something close to my heart because just a few months ago my son went to Australia and we're still broken hearted over it but you know we felt that that's what he wanted to do. What about immigration for you, Caitlin? Is that something you look at when you travel? Or? Yeah, 100%. My God, um, you didn't even have to think about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I... I will come back to Ireland. So the plan is to kind of work for two years maybe and then move to Canada for a few years. Um, I think Canada is a nice place to go because it's not as far as Australia and it's quite similar to Ireland. And then I feel like after a few years in Canada, I'll come back and settle down in Ireland. Now that could change depending on what Canada is like, but that's the plan for the moment because I just feel like young people aren't appreciated in Ireland at the moment. I was going to ask you that. Why, why are you going? Um, to be honest, just to kind of see what else is out there. Right. I've been in Ireland. Would you say you don't four. feel appreciated? Yeah. T- tell me more about that. I don't know. I just feel like all the you know the men and women in their forties, fifties, sixties, kind of they're giving out saying, "Oh, it's the young people's fault." You know, "Oh, climate change is because of the young people." "Oh, this is happening because of the young people," and they they don't want to blame themselves for it. They're kind of blaming us just because we're the young ones. Right. Uh, does accommodation come into it for you, like in terms of the cost of rental now, oh, yeah. you know, the difficulties of buying a house or owning a house? Is that part of it as well, Kate? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, when I when I graduate, um, I'm going to have to obviously get a job, but more than likely the only jobs that are available, teaching jobs, especially as a newly qualified teacher, will be in Dublin. And as we all know, the rent in Dublin is ridiculous. So... Even just in Tarlis and in Wexford, like the rent is just ridiculous. Um, so at least if we move abroad, then it'll kind of ease that a little bit, hopefully. But and yeah. w- would you intend saving up when you were abroad and maybe being able to come back and do something then? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that's the plan. I, I, you know, I find that desperately sad. But anyway, uh, Lana, what, what about you? I don't think I would because I'm very, I love my family. I wouldn't like to be away from them. But I feel. As we get older, as I get older, should I say, I might be pushed to move out somewhere. For example, the rents are so ridiculous. Like, and even to share, like, get a shared room, it's ridiculous. Like, we paying like five hundred, six hundred a month just for a room. For to share a room. Yeah, are for a shared saying? house, like, yeah. Wow. So I might feel pushed to move away if, like, there's nothing here, right. like. But you're you're somebody. I'm not saying that Caitlin doesn't love her family. But you're somebody who's a real homebird, yeah. if if you don't mind my using yeah. that description. But you might feel forced to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. See, I I wouldn't like. I want to stay with my family. I do. Like, I don't think I'd be able to live abroad without them. But if it's this, if it's the same rent since the way it is, like a few yeah. years time, I might have to like. Right. Are you cross over that? Yeah, quite cross. Yeah. And again, is this something that would be much talked about among your your friends? Uh, not in a way. Maybe about my friends looking to rent a house or rent a room. Should mm. I say like? Yeah, yeah, it would be, but not. Don't think they'd want to be pushed. They like no one wants to be like being pushed to go somewhere they don't yeah, want to like. Course, but yeah. you might have to like. Yeah, but it's interesting that there seems to be loads of work, but affording 
yeah. uh, accommodation, whether it's rental or to, to buy someplace, seems to be out the door. Josh, maybe you're too young to answer this, aren't you? Yes, for me, Fran. Uh, I'm honestly, I don't see a reality in where any young person really stays in the country unless you find a job straight out of college. But most people go to college in the country and then it's straight out like. To be honest, I can't see myself staying around here. The price of rent is ridiculous. Uh, again, as as is the case when when I heard Caitlin say, I, I'm really sad about that. So that um, and is it that you would like to say if if things were better? Is that it? But well, like especially in lines of journalism, there's not the work there. But uh, I was listening to a lad online speaking about rent he was paying for a shared house in Thurles in 2011. So we're here we're just after the recession we're like still in the middle of economic crisis and he was paying i think he said 500 euro a month this was in 20 in 2011 in 2011 for okay. a shared house and yes. just for the crack at the end of 2023 he said he threw his name in because he saw the same house up for rent and it was 1400 euro a month like that's nearly three times i worked out the maths like shortly afterwards i think it said by the time I leave college, uh, by the time I leave college, it'll be about eighteen hundred euro a month, which is if it continues. If on it this continues on that trajectory, yeah. it'd be like which is ridiculous. There's no way, like you should be paying for that when the house was twenty years prior, like a quarter nearly of what it's going to be charging. Whereas mm. wages in Ireland are a joke, yeah. and a lot of people would see that as dead money then, because it's you know you're not going to own anything after no, a you of won't. Time, even uh, that's just renting, like yeah. so. And where would you go? I mean, what what would you have? Well, in mind? like the dream, obviously, would be the Middle East because of the exorbitant wages over there. Like mm. obviously, a very Australia, little tax, I very little tax. Yeah. Obviously, Australia and America have very attractive ideas, but the thing is with the Middle East, you're making just so much money that like you could go there for 10 years and you'd be back and you wouldn't have to worry about money after that you could work any job you could make as little money as you want and you'd own your house mm. you'd own whatever you want like you'd own your car you wouldn't have to uh, be feeling obligated like oh I'm under pressure for money no you'd have that money there sorted for you It's interesting are you cross at the situation here? Well you'd feel upset especially when uh, Simon Harris is announcing three quarters of a million to bring back uh, tradesmen and builders to deal with the housing crisis over the next decade. But like, there's this is bringing people back into the country, and there's at the same time there's people leaving the country. There should be benefits there to staying in the country. Like there should be programs. Jo- there should be jobs there to keep us in the country, and mm. that's just not the case. Okay, now they'll tell you that. I mean, um, unemployment is way, way down in terms of percentages, and there are opportunities for jobs there. But is it that the money isn't enough? Is that well? I would say, especially in journalism, there's not jobs. But yeah, the money isn't enough. Like uh, I was looking in Glassdoor, I think it was, and the average person working as a journalist and in the media is like averaging 30 and 40,000 euro and I remember before uh, the Russia-Ukraine war the living wage was around 15 euro so I can only imagine it's skyrocketed since then so uh, yeah like it's at a crazy price to try and live in Ireland, so realistically you're looking for to cut corners at every place. All right, stay with me. I need to take another break, but we'll be back with our youth panel in just a few moments' time. 
Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. If it matters to you, it matters to us. Call Tip Today on 1-800-938-007. All right, I think it was Caitlin that started it when she blamed uh, older people indeed for, for uh, climate change and uh, the like. And Raymond is taking great exception to that. And when I put it to you during the break, Josh got very annoyed. I was thinking, why, why, why are you so annoyed, <laughs> well, Josh? Well, you see, like... Oh, here we go. Now. The emissions, <laughs> like, they really didn't come from us. Like, you can yeah. say that we're getting all our clothes imports and all that, but mm. I don't think, like, Amazon is our generation, in fairness. Like, we didn't set it up. I don't think it's a 16-year-old or whatever that actually is bringing around all the emissions that are being, emit- that are being emitted. But, like, we're simply a product of our time. Like, we're going to be uh, accustomed to the services that are there, Mm. Uh, established in our parents' time and so on and so forth. So anything that has been present in our lives, it's come directly from our parents and that generation. So we're to blame, is that You are absolutely to blame. <laughs> Don't hold anything back though, Josh. Just, just uh, say it as you feel. Um, not that I'm getting my own back or anything, but uh, let me just put together a couple of uh, messages coming into us. And can I start with you on this, Caitlin? You're all a bunch of snowflakes, you know. You're all easily offended, you know. You don't have a great amount of resilience about you. What, what do you say to that thing? Because that that's being said a lot about your generation, isn't it? I would agree to a certain extent. Would you? Actually, yeah. Well, not more so with people I in Ireland. I thought you were going to have a row with me. <laughs> no. There. no, I do agree. Not with people in Ireland more so. I would say people in America and maybe the younger generation, like 13, 14 year olds now growing up rather than kind of our age, I would feel. Um, I feel like they get offended very easily, have to be careful of what you say around them. Whereas if someone was to say something to me, like you know, as a joke, hmm. I want you, you take it. I take it. I pass it off. Yes. Pass it off as a joke. But if you were to say that to a thirteen-year-old in a few years' time, they could find that very offensive. What is that about? Is that this woke generation? Is that what? What is that about? I'm actually not too sure to be honest. It's just right. I don't know. I think because they get these opinions from everywhere as well. Like going back to social media, because it's such a big part. They're getting these opinions from all these different people that. It's almost where they're like they don't know what opinion to have themselves, kind of. So they kind of get offended, like. Right. Very interesting. You know, yeah. Lana, what about you? You're you're a snowflake. You're you're sort of you're all into drinking drugs. You're online, twenty three hours out of the day. What what do you say to? People? I definitely agree with Kate and all that. Like it's. Do you? Yeah. Like I feel like it's a lot of social media influencing, say the thirteen, fourteen year olds, like. Like, I know a lot of them are doing things that, like, we wouldn't do. Like, they'd be, I don't even know an example. Like, they'd be buying the expensive perfume that Caitlin mentioned earlier. Like, you know, like, right. when I was that age, like, I wouldn't even know what that is. Like, <laughs> but, uh, I, but, yeah, no, definitely, I think you can't really, you have to be careful what you say around a lot of people. And, and do you feel that, personally? I mean, not you... really, now, like, because there's, there's a difference between, like, a joke and then being a pure body like some people would, mm, yeah. would say oh you're you're so like sensitive or you're you can't take a joke but when they actually are pure bullying and I think that's where the snowflake thing comes in yeah. but there's a, I feel like there's a lot of people that you can't 
say anything to. Yeah, and what about that resilience bit that, you know, you've all been pampered and spoilt and everything and so much so that when you're tossed down into the world yourself, then you're finding it hard to survive out there. Yeah, um, well, I wasn't pampered anyway, but I know a lot of people were, like, got given everything and, mm. you know, like, they just... And, like, when they're out in the real world, the real world they don't really know what to do, like, do you know... Like, yeah. I know some of my friends don't even know how to cook for themselves or, like, to boil an egg or anything like, like that. <laughs> You're making me blush here now because I'm, I'm not very good at that myself. I can tell you. But are you serious? Yeah. 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 Definitely, yeah. I feel like it's to do a lot with their upbringing as well, though. Yeah. Do you think so? Because different families upbring their children yeah. differently. So I think it just depends on the upbringing. It's not our fault if our parents raise us to be spoiled, kind of like. Yeah, I won't be spoiled myself now, but. <laughs> yeah, but you see, if, if I can have a word for my generation, um, just to say that I, I think we tried to make it better for our kids than we had it ourselves. Yeah. And maybe that resulted in over pampering. Yeah. You know? But there's trying to give them a better life and then trying to make them independent as well, though. There's, yeah, you there have to find to that line. Of, of, yeah. of that to it. Josh, what about that? Uh, your well, bunch of snowflakes. In I here. wouldn't agree with the fact that there's snowflakes, especially in this country. I'd say maybe, yeah, in America, but like. I can only think back to Christmas in school. We were helping the first year set up for our show and this one little 13-year-old started having a pop at me and <laughs> taking the mick out of me. And I can't say he was too much of a snowflake because he was well able to take it now as well and I gave it back right. to him. So, you know, like, there, I wouldn't say in this country it's very relevant. But yeah, I'd agree to some degree that there's people that can't cook for themselves and that's neglect is what that is in my opinion like there's nothing more to it like you can't it's a disservice not to teach a young person how to cook how to clean like I think it's fairly basic to fire clothes into a washing machine and fire mm. in a pod but some people just actually do not know what to do with that now you, of course I'd check with the mother make sure I don't make absolute names <laughs> but like you'd know yes. how, what to do like and right and would your mum insist on that I mean would, would you oh absolutely yeah. like oh god if there was oh I can't do this jeez there'd be a fair reaction at home now Ste- steady now or you won't get in the front door <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah 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 no but it has to be like you have to be able to light a fire because fireplace in most households you have to be able to cut the lawn absolutely you have to be able to do it because you're train your child in for independence like in fairness they're going to have to figure it out one way or another in a few right, years but, time. but would you agree with me that the perception is that you're all a bunch of snowflakes I'd agree yeah I'd agree because there's a certain degree of your generation that I've kind of just kind of ploughed on <laughs> so you have to just, put it like that <laughs> just ploughed on and got in through it and <laughs> it's definitely been very different for our generation and as you said there was kind of an attempt to make our lives better and to some degree that's gone too far and as per such, we have this term, snowflake. All right. Can I ask you about something else? And again, it's a topic, you know, certainly every month we would have some uh, some aspect of it. The whole business of drugs. And again, the perception, Caitlin, is that drugs is freely available. It's all out there. Obviously, you're not going to mention any place to me or anything like yeah. that. But is there an element of truth to that? I mean, Yeah. yeah. Um, especially on the college scene, I would say. Just not my college in particular, but yeah, yeah. a lot of colleges, especially the bigger ones, I feel like it is a is it, big is part it, of it. Is it normal, if you know what I mean? Is it seen as being, being just a few people over there who are yeah. sort of in their little league, or is it the norm? Uh, I feel and like you're it, not referring to your own college. No, no, you're fine. No, just yeah. in general, I yeah. feel like it is normal, but um, 
you wouldn't know unless if you go out looking for it, if that makes sense. Right. So if you're on a big college, let's just say one of them in Dublin, like unless if you know someone with the drugs, you won't really know about it. Like it's not kind of visible to everyone, if right. that makes sense. And Lana, we're not just talking about colleges, we're just talking about in general where entertainment is concerned and, you know, is it as big an issue as as it appears to be or as we Yeah, definitely. I feel a lot of people can get it very easily, like more easier than they should. Um, like you could just text friend of a friend and be like, Do you know, can I do you know where I can get this or that, that blah blah that's, blah. That's simple. Yeah, that's simple, definitely. Right. Um Yeah, even so. in rural Ireland. Oh yeah, hundred percent, yeah. But like Caitlin said, like you won't really know of it like unless yes. You know, you go looking for it, really. Right, but when you go looking, or if you go looking, it is there and is available. Oh, yeah, probably 100%. Yeah. Right, okay. Josh, what about you where that is concerned? It's definitely there. Uh, Like, I can message two or three people and I'd have it within an hour. Like, it's that readily available. Mm -hmm. And I think it's definitely approached from the wrong way from the adults. They're like, oh, the drugs are ruining everything. But it's a bit like, no, they're actually right under your noses. Like, there is people uh there's groups at 16 that are just getting as simple as that like it's crazy like i would say it's nearly a 40 50 split of like how easily it's gotten and how easily it's consumed and stuff and the result of that josh will be what i don't know if there is a result to be honest i don't think it changes anything because uh especially in the younger people's kind of scene it's more so weed and because of that like there's no real harm of it now there's obviously people who will go on and somehow get addicted to it even though it's not that addicting compared to well, other people would see drugs. that as a gateway to class they a could see it uh, as a gateway but as yeah. long as these people are informed that you know these drugs are off limit like you know they, like you talk about the harder drugs absolutely off limit whereas the I won't say softer because they're still drugs are still illegal but the likes of weed it's not as harmful and it shouldn't be feared as much. It shouldn't be categorised in the same line as, for say, heroin. Like you're, if right. the saying is, if you're on heroin, you're never never getting off it. Like. So, w- would you go down the road of legalising the softer drugs, like when you talk about weed or cannabis? Well, I think whatever. if you legalise it, you can make it safer. I think that was a very big statement at Electric Picnic, where they yeah. were like, "Look, we're not. You can hand up your drugs. There'll be no issue. But we just want to make sure that everyone has it safe. That there's no issues with any drugs, like." Uh, if it was legalised then it's all going to be checked and safe like one of my friends for example when we went to Longitude uh, last year uh, he found weed on a bathroom floor and it turned out that it was poisoned but like if you know it's so readily available that like if that's and you don't know what you're getting you don't know what you're getting but if you do then there can be steps in there to make sure that nobody is being poisoned or such. Can I leave on on a lighter note? And again, as people of a certain age uh, would say, the music you're listening to now is absolute rubbish, and there's no <laughs> melody to it. And as for your, the the artist who is representing us in your revision, don't start people off on that. Uh, Caitlin, can I ask yeah. you about music? What, what do you listen to? Uh, a bit of everything, to be honest. I love music. Do you? Um, honestly, I. Honestly, prefer music from the eighties, which might which might surprise a good few people. But I do like music from nowadays as well. Um, mm. I'm not really picky, like okay. I kind of like a bit of everything. But but it is important to you. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Like if I'm in the car, I'm listening to music. In the shower, listening to music. 
studying, listening to music. Like, I'm always listening to music the whole you know, time. I never know how people can do that, study and <laughs> listen to music. And say, I, I'd be totally <laughs> distracted by it. But if, if I throw on the country mix, then it'll be fine. But if it's like techno or something in the background, then I can't concentrate. Can you not? No. All right, you want to get up and dance. Yeah. Uh, Lana, what about you? Um, what about music? Um, I kind of like a bit of everything as well. I'm also like old kind of the country songs. Do you? Yeah. Um... But more, like like Kayla said, it's more, I have to be listening to music with everything as well. I do love it myself, like doing anything. Like I feel like it does help me concentrate actually a lot more. Yeah, I can never understand yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, because I'd be distracted. But I, yeah, uh, Josh, what about you? Where music is? Well, concerned? I couldn't do it while studying because like I just I couldn't take in the information. But I suppose that's just depends on how your brain works. Like if you're doing some sort of monotonous task, like doing a dishwasher or something like that. You could do it for hours on end with just a bit of music you're, playing there. You're very domesticated. You know, like <laughs> that's what's coming across here. The yeah. washing machine, you're throwing in the dishwasher. Yeah, now, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah, I'd listen to a bit of rap, pop, anything like really, and it's just bit of fun like you know yeah. adds a bit of a spark to like an otherwise dull task all right okay well very good indeed well it was a real pleasure to have you today you're getting a lovely thumbs up from all of our listeners out there and <laughs> the main thing they're saying is you should have these people on more often so you better be careful the phones the phones will be ringing but lovely to see you all uh, josh kelly and caitlin coleman and lana green with as well thanks very much indeed thanks, thanks. that's about it uh, for me for today thanks to ellie who supplied our content from lovely port road today and of course leanne produced Stephen is on the way with the time tunnel and I'll talk to you tomorrow. So look after yourselves in the meantime, won't you? Bye-bye. Tip today with Fran Curry With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.